Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to Trendy, presented by Omaha, the head-to-head competition where we explore the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And I would like to welcome back Katie Mox, who is a true competitor, a true professional, who's willing to show up for work despite being behind by 10 units to yours truly. How are you doing today, Katie? I'm great. Yeah, another day, another dollar, another day losing a dollar, another opportunity to win a dollar. It's gambling, baby. I agree with all of those things. And let's see if we can make some dollars today. But I do have a confession to make, Katie, before we uh, jump into our picks. I traveled back to Austin for a weekend visit a bit early, came in on Thursday, spent the night catching up with my friends, who I get to see far less often than Thursday night football. So the good news for you is that you're likely to destroy me today as I am suffering from a hangover. Over, but the bad news is I did not see a single play of that game. So can you catch me up? What did I miss on Thursday night? I didn't really watch it either. Um, I, you know, the first half, the uh, Green Bay just couldn't really get their offense going and they couldn't really make um, a stop. I mean, Jared Goff did throw a pick on his very first uh, right to start the game. So that was nice. Um, but Green, yeah, Green Bay just never got it going. And then I think, you know, fourth quarter, Jordan Love, he made a play. Um, and then the just got a just got away from them. I think there was another interception or something. But yeah, ended up that the uh the Lions absolutely trampled on um the Green Bay Packers. But uh yeah, it wasn't the most exciting game, but it kind of got exciting there in the fourth. Well, you didn't have to watch it, right? Because golf's interception cast your bets so early. You had to spend the rest of the night, you know, having a little bit well, of time. I saw a little Packers. Bit of time. Well, I had a lot of bets on that game, some from this show and then um, some from. But it just wasn't that entertaining. And by the time I get to Thursday night football after like the entire week, it's kind of like if it's a good game, I'm in. If it's not a good game, I'm like, you know what? There is more on Sunday and Saturday. And there is more on Sunday and Saturday. So what are you excited for this weekend, Katie, as we head into the action? Well, I'm a 49ers fan, so I'm always excited to uh, to watch the 49ers play. Obviously, we've got the Cardinals coming up um, this week. They're coming off a big win against Dallas. Um, but at some point, you know, the, the glass slipper is going to fall off for uh, the Cardinals. This is not a good team, guys. This is a team that... Um, is better than everybody thought that they were going to be. And they're certainly going to be a problem. They're going to make it tough on people, but they're not going to win uh, games. And I think that people are done underestimating them because the 49ers were in the same division as they are. We never, you know, you never underestimate, you know, a divisional rival, but I'm excited for that. I'm also excited, obviously for bills and um, dolphins. I think that, you know, if the NFL could flex a game in week four, this one would certainly be flex. That is the game of the week. Um, So I'm super excited about that one. And I'm excited to see uh, Taylor Swift at uh, MetLife and cheering on Travis Kelsey against the Jets. That's the only reason why anyone would turn in to watch the Jets at this point. Yeah, well, it's funny. Like, they wouldn't actually flex the Bills uh, Dolphins because, like, you could have the 86 Bears playing, like, you know, the 92 uh, Cowboys or 93 Cowboys, and they still wouldn't change it 
if you have Taylor Swift in the box and will yeah. double your rating as a result. So it's going to be a fascinating experience more than a fascinating game on Sunday night. <laughs> I have a feeling we'll talk about that a little bit more later. So yeah. uh, Katie, last week I asked Martin Weiss this question. I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to ask you as well. As gamblers, we all remember our bad beats. We remember the time that we lost, that we thought we had a surefire win, heartbreaking ends, those sorts of things. But we don't seldomly get to talk about the ones that we love, the favorite memories we have or the most memorable gambling wins. So I want to give you the opportunity to share with our audience. What is your best win that you were happiest with at a cashed? Um, I was, it was in, I was at a, it was a Denver, it was a Broncos game, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, they're so terrible now. Uh, in 2021, that season, I was doing a digital show with this company called The Game Day, uh, where I would go to different games every single weekend and, you know, party with people at the tailgate and see what everybody was betting on. And then I would play some bets and we'd go inside the game and then you'd essentially just watch me like sweat out my bets. Um, and this particular week, the Eagles were in town and um, the sports book that I was working for at the time was doing like a double result um, for first touchdown. So if you guessed correctly on the first touchdown, you got whatever that was. And then if they got another touchdown at any point in the game, you got a double result. Um, and so Devonte Smith, it was his birthday. And I was like, oh, you got to hammer the birthday boy, you know, okay. getting a, getting a touchdown. He got the first touchdown and then he got the second touchdown. So I think the hundred dollars ended up being like 1500 bucks. Um, so it Whoa. was, yeah. So that, that was just like a, a super fun one because it has to happen twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you get the first thing and then it happens to happen again. So that was, uh, that was probably my most fun moment. That's amazing. And you got to do it in front of an audience. So that's exceptionally yeah. memorable. That's yeah. so cool. If you want to, if you want to see me screaming my head off and be like, Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's give a little bit of love to the new sports book that we work for at Caesars and then come back and get into our game. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit 
visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Okay, we are back, Katie, and it is time to play Heart, Head, Heater, Cred as we pay off our weekly contest. I am going to start us off with my heart pick, the one that I just kind of scanned and looked and just jumped out to me right away, and you just mentioned them, and I am backing them this week. The Broncos, minus three and a half, minus 105, despite how bad they are. Let me just acknowledge how gross this is, backing an 0-3 an team that just conceded 70 points last week. I acknowledge it, but it's not something you get to do every day since it was the most points uh, given up by a team since the 60s. But my heart says it's actually a gift, Katie, because it made everyone think that these two teams are a lot closer than they are. To me, the Broncos are still a clearly a cut above the more bound, the more abound. Man, I can't say that word. Shouldn't have had that last drink. More <laughs> Hello, bound, Friday. Hello, Friday. More bound Bears team uh, that are they're now being lumped together as everyone talks about how terrible they both are. And I think the Broncos should be offended. If I went out to dinner with Andy Reid and I heard someone say, look at those two fat guys eat, I'd be like, come on, that's not fair. And then I cry into my second helping of Laguini. But Sean Payton did not come back to lose to a team playing a running back and quarterback like this is peewee football. Bears 
Bears don't really play competitive games. So while I was originally leaning towards just the money line at minus 170 to be safe, that's no way to live. Give me the full three and a half. I'm not even afraid of the hook at minus 105. I mean, if 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 not against the Bears, then when? You know, yeah. I mean, I do think that this offense is better. I mean, the, both of these defenses are trash. You might as well, you might as well book the over for that game too. Um, I think it's like 46 or something, but yeah, yeah I don't hate this play. I, I'm not touching it with a 10 foot pole, but yeah, I think the Broncos, <laughs> somehow the Broncos are better. Somebody's got to win. Somebody yep. finally is going to get a win and why not Sean Payton um, and, and Russ? I don't hate it. I kind of like the over in this game, too, because those defenses can't stop um, anything. Uh, for my heart, I'm taking the Niners team total over 29 and a half. It's at minus 105. This has been my go-to bet for the 49ers, you know, even though they have been covering, you know, depending on where you got them in that Rams game um, with that meaningless uh, field goal they kicked there at the end. But I've still been hesitant to lay the points with them. I mean, one, I'm a 49ers fan, so I just don't like to lay double-digit spreads with my own team. Um, and then two, this Cardinals team is a little bit frisky. Uh, two touchdowns is a lot of points to give anyone, especially in a divisional um, matchup. But what I can trust and what I think has been proven, you know, through the end of last year and certainly this year is this offense. They've hit over their team total in three games so far this season. Uh, books are finally starting to... Uh, to get it a little bit, it was 26, 27. Now they're finally at 29. But unless they go over 30, I'm hammering this all the time. Purdy, 430. That seems to be San Francisco's magic number <laughs> overall. Uh, the 49ers have outscored their opponents 90 to 42. And they've got strong weapons in the run game. They've got strong weapons, obviously, um, in the receiving game. And, uh, and Purdy's been pretty lights out as well. So, this defense, you know, the Cardinals were able to limit Dallas, but I haven't been impressed with Dallas's offense. And I think that was evident <laughs> in this game. Uh, they're, they're, they're not going to be able to run all over the 49ers. I can tell you that uh, with that defensive front. So give me the Niners over their team total, 29 and a half. So you spent a good chunk of Monday talking about how sharp you are in the 49ers and how that's your team and you don't have rose-colored glasses and you know them inside and out. So I would be foolish to not tell you on this <laughs> bet. So yes. I am going to jump on the back of this. I'm going with the sharp 49er better who I trust. And I was looking for action on this game anyway in the best way in. I was looking at McCaffrey receiving, McCaffrey total yeah. yards, all sorts of ways. And why like just like spread it across one player when I can just get the whole team. So Niners team total, I, I love this bet you're smarter than me at it because i didn't come up with it and i am going to back you on it well and also they're not up yet and there's a reason why kittle's props are not on the board quite yet they're still trying to figure out what they want to put those numbers are but toby i would look at george kittle props because the cardinals have been getting eaten alive um by tight ends in fact every tight end they face have gone over on their receiving yards kittle also had two touchdowns each in both games versus the Cardinals. He hasn't, he has yet to get into the end zone. So I believe Kittle's at like plus 170 for an anytime touchdown, but look at his yards too. If you're going to target um, any player, this is a good day to, uh, to get in on Kittle. All right. I will be doing that on Sunday as well. Come on, Caesars, get them up so we can get in on it. <laughs> Uh, so for my head pick, as we dive into the numbers, I am going with Mike Evans over 60.5 receiving yards at plus 102. Now, everyone overlooked Evans this year, despite his exceptional resume, basically because Baker was his quarterback. But I think that was clearly a mistake. Baker has been at least average so far. And Evans has been as 
kind of as good as ever with an average quarterback. That's all he needs. He's cleared this number in all three games this season. And he's actually tends to be a fairly fast starter uh, across, across his career. He went over 60 yards in six of the first seven games last year, four of the first five the year before that. And as I said, the first three this season. And plus the Saints, they've already given up at least 60 yards to five different receivers in the first three games without exactly playing world beaters at the quarterback position. If Tannehill, if Bryce Young and Jordan Love can help guys clear this mark, I'm pretty sure Baker could do it as well. And with Evans basically auditioning for the rest of the league, giving his contract situation, I love getting plus money for him to have another nice game on Sunday. I'm going to fade this one, actually. All uh, right. With you love because, it. Because, well, he's up against Lattimore. And this Lattimore-Mike Evans rivalry um, is pretty legit. And the Bucs haven't been able to beat the Saints in a long time. So if I don't think the Bucs are going to win, then uh, then Mike Evans is not going to have a strong showing. Um, but I am going to go with the um, the Bills, which... I know it seems kind of crazy considering one team just put up 70 points, but I was looking at Action Network, Toby, and I was looking at the splits here. 78% of retail is on Miami Moneyline, but 71% is backing of money. Excuse me. Tickets are on um, Miami Moneyline. Money um, is on the bills to cover the two and a half. So that chart that shows you where the sharps are going and they're definitely backing um, Buffalo here. And if you really look into this matchup, Miami just hasn't been able to beat the Bills. Josh Allen, nine and two all time versus Miami. Yes, I can acknowledge it's a bit scary. And when I first saw this line, I was like, how is Miami an underdog? How is this happening? They just put up 70 against the Broncos, but the Bills are not the Broncos. And Buffalo has really become one of the hardest places to play in the league, especially recent, recently, since about 2020, Buffalo's is 25 and six. Um, that's our record at home, 10 and one in divisional matchups um, within that same span at home. Miami betters need to beware too, right? Everybody's just like, okay, Miami's the best offense in the league. I'm going to hammer this. Give me Miami. Uh, why are the underdogs? Give me them on the money line. But since the merger, teams that have massive scoring, and I'm talking about like 60 plus, which of course they got mm-hmm. 70, are one and five in their next game. So this is just kind of a good good time to be like, okay, the, the books are on to something. There's a reason why the Bills are favored here. They've got a much better defense um, and they've got an offense that can kind of keep up. So give me the Bills minus the two and a half. Yeah, we got our graphic that comes out on social every weekend um, for the whole extra points team. And I'm fascinated to see what everybody else picked in this game, right? Like I went back and forth 10 times in my head uh, trying to handicap it. I don't even remember where I landed. That's how many times I went back and forth. But I do like the stats that you just gave out um, about like basically a hangover after an explosive weekend. And it's kind of the same thing we're talking on the other side of the Broncos game in my first pick. Like it skews public perception when they have such an explosive thing and get so much yeah. coverage for it and the bills are legit i mean i'm going to be talking about them and josh allen in just a minute so if i had another chance to tell you i'd tell this one as well okay well because it's just so interesting i had um stucky from the action network on moxie bets pod earlier this week and we were talking about college and, and colorado and, and Deion sanders and the amount of attention that he has brought to his program is really amazing but it also you know there's a darker side of it where now everybody wants to beat you and now this yeah. team um that won one game last year they're getting the best of the best every single team is treating this like it's a bowl game because that's the amount of media attention that's there and i think also when you're miami 
it's kind of the same thing. It's good attention, but it kind of can bring that negative attention where now people really want to dethrone you. So you are getting no one's not that anyone would overlook Miami, but, you know, people are kind of coming for their heads. And I think this is a huge test for them against the Bills. Yeah. And I didn't even look at Colorado for this weekend uh, because I was focused on the NFL. But like going against Colorado seems like one of the easiest plays in the world right now because public attention and public money comes in on Colorado without people even really understanding it. Like when they were what, 23 point favors against Colorado state and then they ended up yep. going to overtime and then right. not laying nearly enough points to Oregon as a result. So well, going but that's, that makes sense. yeah. And Toby, that's the thing too, that it's like, it's going to be exhausting when you, everyone's throwing. I mean, you look at that Oregon game too. I mean, there was no mercy, Absolutely no mercy at all. And they're going to get that every single week. And to Deion Sanders' points, they're trying to beat him. They want to beat him. It's not about his team. It's not about his players. And he's got some star players. And then he's got some mediocre and not so good players. And it's going to take him a couple years to recruit to get, you know, all all all-stars. But um, these kids are going to get their butts kicked every single week because that's, that's what everybody wants to do. They want to knock down the people that are getting all the attention. All right. Well, after we hang up here, I got to go get in on some Colorado action. Not not for well, depend- if it's them. if it's over three touchdowns at that point, maybe take the points, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am looking in a little bit of trouble for my heater tonight, Katie, because the Orioles ended up clinching last night a little bit earlier than I expected them to. Uh, Rays faded a little bit. Orioles ran off a couple of wins. I did cash on this on Wednesday, so. Uh, I at least have that going for me. But my reward is a huge plus number. The Orioles run line has moved from minus 115 earlier in the week to plus 158. So I will get a solid return if it hits. But I'm more interested in talking about yours. Uh, How do you feel about Puka having another Puka party and getting 100 yards versus the Colts this weekend? I mean, I hope so. We got to have a bounce back for that Rams offense. Uh, You know, unfortunately, they got an extremely desperate Bengals team for a win. And that that defensive front played out of their mind. I mean, much better than we've seen, you know, in quite some time. So uh, the Colts defense, a little bit scary there. You got Buckner, uh, you know, that that front is is nothing to uh, wince over, I guess. But, you know, we got to figure out a way to get uh, to get Puka open. They were double teaming him, you know, on Monday night. I keep getting my Mondays and Thursdays confused because I have Tuesdays and Wednesdays <laughs> off. That's like my weekend. <laughs> so I always think Thursday night is Monday. Um, but yeah, so the Bengals were able to do it. They were able to move, you know, Jamar Chase around and, and find some space for him. So we got to trust that Sean McVay does the same and and that Puka gets back to his over 100 receiving yards games. Yes, I I like it. I'm I'm in on the Puka party. And the nice thing about the heater is you bet it every time. And like a bet like this, which has a, a nice plus number to it, you only yeah. got to hit one to be profitable in the week. And so these are yeah. portfolio bets. You're looking for total return. And I think you're going to get it and be profitable on this one. Um, all right. So let's get into the, the money ball. Our last pick that we're giving out on the show for the week, Katie, which we've loved having you on, by the way. Thank you so much for coming in and doing this. It's been wonderful. Uh, but we now have to pay it off. So Josh Allen is going to be mine. We already talked a little bit about this game and I don't want to stop talking about it as we have already identified. <laughs> it is the funnest game of the weekend. So I was looking at the Allen props and obviously looking at the overs. Like I'm not crazy enough to, to look at this game and say, well, how do I get under on passing action? And I settled on Josh Allen over 35.5 passing attempts minus 121. And Allen burned me the first week of shows, the first week of the season. Uh, well, but yeah, I regret everybody. Not- 
he burned everybody. And I regret not coming back for more earlier. Like I stayed away for a couple of weeks, but now I'm absolutely back. I thought he was being way overlooked heading into the season where he was essentially the same guy who was the toast of the league last season or entering last season. He's cleared this number, this passing attempt number in two of his first three games. And the one he missed, he threw 32 times and essentially three quarters because they beat the commies by 34 points. And now he's facing the greatest show on surf, which is an awesome yeah. name, by the way. Tip of the hat to whoever came up with that one. I don't know who coined him, but it is, I love it so much. And um, he, he's got to try to keep up with him, right? And so, like, last year in a similar situation against Miami, he threw 61 times. He threw 61 wow. times in that game last year. And in the in the rematch, the second time, he threw 40 times. So this number was going to have to be 40 for me not to hit it. At 35.5, I love it. Wilson threw 38 times. Russell Wilson threw 38 times trying to keep up with them. Mac yeah. Jones threw 42 times trying to keep up with them. So I think Allen's going to clear this one with ease. And yeah. if I didn't make the promise at the beginning of the week that I'd make myself easy to fade, which hasn't been going well for people because I'm having my best week yet, uh, <laughs> I would pair this with the over on his passing touchdowns. So if you put it with the over on one and a half passing touchdowns, you could actually get it up to plus 176 surprised they didn't jump that up. I mean, I guess they have a pretty good run game, but yeah, I mean, this, I don't know. Maybe it could be that it could be that this hits the under and this is like a defensive battle and nothing happens in this game, right? That would just be the worst thing ever. Um, But that is totally possible um, that all of a sudden this becomes a slugs fest. But even like to your point too, the Patriots were able to slow them down, but Mac Jones still threw 42 times. Um, you think that this is going to be a shoot. I believe the total is what 53 and a half, 54 and a half. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's going to be slaying in the ball. Um, I like this and, and I hope that the game script goes as we all hope it does. And it doesn't become this like defensive slug fest, um, that nobody really wants to watch. We all like points. So, um, I'm going to go with the Browns and I'm going to lay the field goal with them. This is now at even money. It was at uh minus one Oh six. So it's trending kind of in the direction of the, the Ravens here, but Brown's defense is the best in the league. And this is coming mm -hmm. from a 49ers fan. So it's painful for me to say, but two out of three games, they've held their opponents to just a field goal. That's it. They've also only allowed 21 first downs, 21 first downs through three games. Yeah. It's basically like nothing. Some people do that in one game. Um, and they've only allowed one offensive touchdown. The Browns are giving up the fewest yards on the ground. They're giving up the fewest yards through the air. And the Ravens, even though they're getting some guys back, they're still pretty banged up um, on offense. And, you know, you got Lamar Jackson, MVP winning and MVP caliber, certainly this year um, quarterback. And he just rushed for his 13th 100 yard rushing game. But Cleveland, I mean, look what they did to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had only 20 yards on 11 carries last week. Like, they know how to yep. stop the run. The, the jury is still out with me on Deshaun Watson. I know he had a good game last weekend. I'm not sure that he's 100% back, but I'm going to trust that this defense can hold a banged-up um, Lamar Jackson and Ravens team. So give me the uh, Cleveland Browns, minus three. The jury's still out on Deshaun Watson. It's a phrase that makes Deshaun Watson extremely nervous. Ha, 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 ha. He's like, no. <laughs> or only in civil cases, right? Because he got cleared. Yeah. Well, he has not been cleared to play well. He's been cleared to play, no. but I, 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 I have a hard time um, laying money on him right now against the Ravens. So I oh, wish you a lot I, of luck on this one. 
Yeah. But again, again, I'm not, I'm not basing it on him. I'm basing it on this defense. Um, And you know, Miles Garrett props, those are also off the board right now, but look at those four and a half sacks on the season so far. He had three and a half or three sacks, I believe last weekend, like this guy's hungry and he's ready to eat and uh, Lamar's in trouble. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I look forward to watching it. Now let's let our sponsors eat just a little bit, take our second break, be back with our second guest express and say our goodbyes. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay, we are back, Katie. It is time to hop aboard the Second Guest Express, where we give the one that we researched and did not give out, which almost guarantees its result. And since I've been taking the lead so far, I turn it over to you, my friend, to give everybody your pick first. I, well, yeah, but the reason why it's my extra, or what what are we calling it? Second Guest um, guess Express. Express. So originally... I was like, okay, give me the over 46 and a half for the Vikings and the Panthers because the Vikings can't win a game. We we know that, um, but they certainly can score. You look at Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins and the numbers that they have been putting up are just insane. It's just crazy to me that they haven't been able to win a game, um, but they also lead the league in turnovers at nine. Yep. So that's uh, ding, ding, ding. That's probably why they haven't been able to win anything. You know, the Vikings didn't hit their over last week but against the Chargers, but that was at like 54 or something. It was like nine and a half points higher um, than this line is. And the Panthers defense is good, but they allowed Geno Smith to throw uh, drop 37 on them. So I was like, yeah, give me the over. And then I saw that Bryce Young is trending to start and not Andy Dalton. And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It is the slowest offense and the least amount of uh, of yards with Bryce Young. So uh, that's why it's my second guess express. I, I, I kind of think go over 46 is a must win game for the Vikings. Um, they literally have to win this game. Uh, but with Bryce Young, oof, I don't know. Yeah. Well, your team total play from the Niners might be interesting for the Vikings rather than the over on the game. I didn't see what that line was, but yeah, Bryce Young and all 150 pound of him trying to play quarterback in the NFL. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's bad. You know, and the offense was moving under Andy Dalton. So I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah, Dalton. Even though I don't, I don't, I don't back Dalton to win anything. I've learned my lesson last year when he had the two pick sixes back um, to back within the first half of the game when he was on the Saints. And I think I believe it was like Thursday Night Football absolutely ruined my life. But um, 
yeah, that's you want to talk about one of my worst bets in my life. Andy Dalton is the reason for that. But that's neither here nor there. Um, the offense does move better. You know, if I'm backing Andy Dalton over anybody, that Bryce Young is not good. <laughs> yeah, nice fair point. They wish you had been in their draft room when they chose him over C.J. Stroud. That would have uh, saved them a lot of heartbreak down there yeah. in Carolina. C.J. Stroud's been dealing. I'm kind He's of proud of him. Uh, guy who has not been dealing though is my second guess express, Katie. Zach Wilson under 177.5 passing yards at minus 113. And yeah. this is such a low line in a game where he'll have to be throwing the whole time to keep up. But he struggles to hit the line in like the best of situations, let alone going against Kansas City. And this game is going to do huge ratings on Sunday night. I haven't seen evidence he'll rise to the occasion. I wonder if he might even be facing a hook if this gets embarrassing enough. They started signing other quarterbacks. He clearly isn't the future there. At what point do they pull the plug in a game where they're getting blown out? It could be as soon as Sunday night, which makes the under, you know, pretty easy to hit. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be wildly distracted as well. Like everybody's going to be distracted. All eyes are on Taylor Swift, except his, which will be trained squarely on Donna Kelsey, the most desirable woman in the box for him. So I'm happy to fade him here <laughs> at remarkably low standards for a modern NFL game. And I don't think I'm going broke going against Zach Wilson anytime soon. No. Um, you know, the thing that was Zach, Zach Wilson doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to play football. He doesn't want to be there. I think he was really actually looking forward to, Aaron Rodgers being there, he can just kind of sit and learn and have the pressure off of him. And uh, you can just tell he does not want to be playing football. He doesn't like the pressure. He just, he just doesn't like it. The team doesn't like him. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be there this weekend. You know, so funny. He was, I was watching the Pat McAfee show and, and he was like, oh, maybe there's this going to be a surprise guest. And maybe a little extra motivation from Aaron Rodgers being there uh, will help Zach Wilson. But you're going up against the Chiefs um, and this defense has been pretty good. And I don't know. I mean, maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the box trying to sweet talk Miss <laughs> Taylor Swift because he did go to both of her shows at MetLife. So uh, maybe Travis Kelsey will have a little competition. That would be such an Aaron Rodgers move. If he like he comes to the game and he's not on the sideline and he's in it the would, box. He's in the box with Taylor. <laughs> oh my God. That, I is would, peak that Aaron would be the ultimate troll of Kelsey yeah. and like, you know, get in the mind games. Do it, Aaron Rodgers. Get in the box. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, Katie. Well, we've loved having you this week. You're so much fun. We hope that you'll come back again. But in the meantime, where should everybody tune in to listen to you? Uh, yes, you can follow me at Katie Mox bets on Instagram at Katie Mox on Twitter. Um, and this, this weekend I will be on tops that other pregame show, which is on CBS sports network from 8am to 12pm Eastern. Um, and then we do all the podcasts and stuff next week, but you've already heard it. If you've been watching all week. That is true. But, but keep watching. Keep watching, Katie, everywhere <laughs> you can find her. And watch some more stuff on the Extra Points Podcast Network. Uh, we have the 15-minute pregame show, which will be up on Twitter and YouTube today. That's one of the best things that we do, so make sure you check that out. Covered in Glory is now on its own feed. Uh, we converted the Money Grab feed. Brett and I were talking soccer yesterday, so that was released overnight. And then, of course, you have Waiver Wire for all your fantasy needs, Lemon Pepper Parlay for Martin Weiss and Mark Gunnels. And Extra Points on Wednesday was excellent. Excellent as per usual. So thank you guys so much for listening to the entire network and particularly the show. Thanks yet again to Katie Mox. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. We will be back with a new competition on Monday. Take care. everyone.